0: Hi, I'm Marquesa, and this is Conversations with Quesa. All right, guys. Today's episode is going to be all about why we post on social media revealing pictures um, the logic behind that, a psychological viewpoint, what it does for us, and the potential ripple effect it might be having on our society. Um, so, I wrote a very short poem, and I'd like to intro with that. To post thy booty pick or not to post thy booty pick, that is the question. Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of dick pics and eggplant emoji DMs, or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them. So on any given day, when we are scrolling through our Instagram feeds, we are going to see the same groups of media, right? Uh, We're going to see the glorified pictures of food, uh, travel photos from that one girl who always seems to be traveling and captioning that, oh my god, everyone needs to travel, but the rest of us are poor, so we're just sitting at work wondering like how she still has money to go to Croatia and everything else. Um, bright, professional, casual lifestyle pictures from new moms that are always mid-laugh or giggling at some the silliness of their momy or her, um, women advertising slim tea, sugar hair pills, whatever the hell those are. Uh, Memes about celebrity beef, social anxiety. Um, What else are we going to see? Oh, okay. Extremely talented people who remind us of our own mediocrity. (laughs) And of course, shirtless gym selfies and booty or cleavage pictures. That is it. The either overtly or covertly provocative and sexualized Instagram videos, pictures. um, And it's usually on... Instagram, sometimes Twitter, but not necessarily on Facebook. And all I can think of is because obviously our grandma and our mom and our relatives are on Facebook. So people want to post their provocative stuff on Instagram. Um, Regardless, that is the vegan meat and potatoes of this talk today. Uh, Recently, I took a two month break from social media and it, it just gave me the opportunity to kind of re examine not only my relationship to social media, but also social media in and of itself, including what messages we are consuming and sending out to others, and how that might affect us culturally and psychologically. Um, So this break led me to examining two questions. When I came back, of course, I was pummeled with all of these forms of social media, the gym selfies, the booty cleavage pictures, the whatever, whatever. But my questions were, one, why do we post provocative or revealing pictures on social media? And two, what effects might it be having on us and our society? Um, So to answer this, I I asked myself the question, you know, why not post revealing pictures? Why not? Um, As always, there seems to be conflicting schools of thought when we try to answer this question. In one school of thought, we think, You know, if someone feels good about their external appearance and wants to show it off via social media, they should, right? And we'll support that. Show us the bikini pics. Uh, Show us the shirtless selfies. Show us uh, those glutes, bro, that you've been working hard at the gym for. Show us that donkey booty miss thing. Like, any of that, I certainly partake in. I am known for loudly supporting people showing off their bodies if they feel good about it. Because I feel that displays of genuine self-love or even attempts at displays themselves, those are praiseworthy. Um and I wanna support you. And I'm I'm glad you love yourself and your appearance. Um so I wanna <clears throat> I wanna redirect to uh I, I was watching a movie a long time ago. I can't remember what movie it is. I'm sure you guys are gonna remove it, or remember what movie this is. Um, but Apple's mother was in, actually, I'm sorry, you guys probably know her as Gwyneth Paltrow, right? But I referred her exclusively as Apple's mother because she fucking named her child Apple. Um, anyways, she sang the lyrics, if you got it, flaunt it. And I loved this. I thought, yes, of course. Um, and I decided to add, if you don't got it, you actually still got it. You just don't know you got it and you still should flaunt it. I love that! Um, And I feel like that same concept can be applied to people posting revealing pictures on social media, right? I regarded it all as like a positive practice of self-love. It seemed empowering. It seems affirmative. It seemed like there was no way that this could be anything other than something positive. And don't get me wrong, it can be positive, however, there's another side to it that might not be as helpful both socially and personally. Um, There are underlying psychological factors, also disorders, um, that could be at play, and I think it's important to be aware of them. To the extent we can, we should know why we are doing what we do and what effects it might be having on us and, of course, others. And that's a general um, thought that you should apply in all aspects of your life. What am I doing? Why am I doing it? What is the ripple effect? What effect am I having on others? Um, and so this, you know, uh, topic of posting revealing pictures on social media, that is, that bleeds right into this. So here's the second school of thought. The first school of thought is, hey, this is self-love. We all appreciate this. Go do your thing show us whatever you got. The second school of thought is probably not a good idea. So posting overtly sexual or revealing pictures of yourself online could be feeding a psychological disorder and inhibiting yourself. Uh, When I started to research this topic, I discovered just how complex it really is. So it's not simply if this, then that, uh, because motives are involved. When it comes to motives it 's often hard to create blanket statements that everyone falls under because we 're all unique human beings. Um, so understanding that unfortunately it 's not going to be if you post a so- sexual picture, if you post an overly provocative picture on social media, then it means this um, so so take this all with a grain of salt, but um, <clears throat> why do we post provocative pictures again? Motives are often a tricky thing to concisely pin down because humans are intensely complex and the intricacies of our psyches are innumerable. Uh, So why you do what you do is often speculative. But that being said, evidence suggests that two psychological disorders can be linked with the desire to expose yourself in one way or another. Uh, I'm not saying again that if you post revealing pictures online that you have these disorders. That's a dangerous assertion and I am not a psychologist. Um, Also in general, I would be really careful about looking for labels to attach yourself to especially when it comes to disorders because I firmly believe it's most often not helpful in a long term sense. Don't latch on to those labels. It's it's not helpful. That being said, the two disorders are exhibitionistic and histrionic disorder. So psychology today refers to exhibitionistic disorder as a condition marked by the urge, fantasy, or behavior of exposing one's genitals to non-consenting people, particularly strangers. Yes, of course the vision that comes to mind is the guy in a trench coat, right, flashing strangers on the street, but... That's a mildly outdated vision, right? Social media has created a new platform for people to reveal themselves in a way that's less obvious, less simple to point out, and less um, clear. Now I know this episode is based around posting revealing pictures, but I want to include that oversharing information in general is also something that occurs and seems to be um, falling along similar lines. So it's overexposure to strangers in general. Uh, The second disorder is called histrionic disorder. And psychology today characterizes it as constant attention seeking, emotional overreaction and suggestibility. Individuals with histrionic personality disorder exhibit excessive emotionality, right? A tendency to regard things in an emotional manner and are attention seekers. People with this disorder are uncomfortable or feel unappreciated when they are not the center of attention. Behaviors may include constant seeking of approval or attention, self-dramatization, theatricality, and striking self-centeredness or sexual seductiveness in an inappropriate situation, including social, occupational, and professional relationships beyond what is appropriate for the social context. Whew, that's a lot in there, and I can honestly think of a million celebrities that fit into into this category. Um, But again, don't immediately leap into the assumption that you fall in line with someone who has these disorders. It's less about identification and labeling of disorders themselves than it is about knowing what we are doing, why we are doing it, and the effects it may have on us in society. Social media has created a sphere where these disorders can go largely unaddressed and unnoticed because of the setup right because it's still a relatively new platform it's largely unregulated it's an unregulated form of media and how it's structured now it seems to favor those who are more inflammatory and more shocking the more you are those things the more you are rewarded by followers likes shares whatever and so that, that encourages us, that incentivizes us to be inflammatory, to be shocking, to post um, overtly sexualized pictures because we're being rewarded. The reward pathways in our, in our brains are being triggered by our likes, by our follows, by our shares. Um, so is oversharing or posting revealing pictures on social media a bad thing? How you choose to answer that question really depends on your values, your sense of self, and your place in the world. So I can't answer that for you for those reasons, Uh, in addition to the fact that those terms are all relative, so each person can have a different definition of what revealing or what oversharing is to them. However, I can and will provide some of my thoughts. So there's a scale of sharing with which you fall somewhere on, and it most likely has or will fluctuate from time to time. This includes what types of media you post, how often, and what communication you have online. Uh, Only you know how you feel about what you are posting and how you are conveying yourself to the world, how you are conveying yourself to the social media world. Uh, Tune into that feeling see what might come up. If you feel good about posting booty pics or shirtless selfies, go on, go ahead and do it then. Um, If you feel less than good, maybe explore that and reevaluate. Here are some questions you may want to ask yourself. What do I wish to gain from posting this and why? Is it validation, approval, more followers, a sense of community, excitement, rebellion, status? How might this impact my professional life? How might this impact culture and society? How might I be contributing to hypersexualization and objectification? I think it all boils down to understanding why we post these pictures, and is it serving our best selves, our well-being, and the well-being of others overall? It might help to achieve some superficial or immediate goal, of course, such as more followers, but in the long run, is it serving your psychological, emotional, and physiological needs in a healthy way? So again, be aware of the impact of your actions. Make sure it's helping you, whether mentally towards a goal or your overall identity, because if not, don't compromise yourself for fleeting validation. It's not worth it. You are worth more. Despite anything else, I want to end by saying know that I will always come through with a like, a comment, and some sort of support, because this new uh, cyber social media world we live in, it's confusing as hell. And if I'm going to err on the side of something, I'm going to err on the side of supporting, encouraging, and motivating people. Um, because we're all confused and we're all trying to do the best we can with what we have. So the real lauding should be in the attempts themselves, not in the outcome. And that's how I want to end it. Uh, and <laughs> some... A couple of the sources I used was, of course, Psychology Today for, for some of the disorders and the American Psychiatric Association um, and their Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Uh, and those are the two resources I wanted to mention. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in learning more, you can go to com. Again, that's com, and the link is in the description. As a final note, I, I wanted to say, uh, kind of head people off here, I don't want to cross the line or make people feel bad with any of the content I create, including my podcasts. That is not my goal. Yet, sometimes in my good-hearted attempts, I do exactly that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to bring awareness to aspects of society that I believe need more transparency. You know, a large majority of the content I create is based on personal scenarios, personal challenges, and personal struggles. So even though it may seem like I'm pointing the finger at others, I'm really pointing it at myself as well. We are all human, we all have flaws, and we all need to get along. (laughs) I like to say, you are weird, I am weird, and we need each other to survive so we might as well not be terrible. Uh, Lastly, my content may seem incongruent, but that is by design. We are funny, and we're serious. We are satisfied, and we have the desire for more. So to some degree, the incongruities of being human make life interesting. They exist, so we might as well understand, know, use, embrace, and feel empowered by them. Above all else, I want to remind you, life is good. Things are interesting and people love you.